Merry Christmas! Happy holidays! Yes, we are getting right down to it, aren't we? We are. It is here. It's here. A <laughs> couple days till Christmas, but what, 10 days or so till New Year's? I should start my shopping. Isn't that, oh my God, <laughs> right? <laughs> Isn't that crazy though? Like, I've somehow I feel like November was a year long, but also I'm confused that it's not 2019 anymore. I don't know. <laughs> what is time? <laughs> what is time? Time is. What irrelevant. is time but the arbitrary division of eternity? It Susan. really, really is. I know. Well, I'll tell you one thing. I do love being in the holiday spirit in the cabin. Oh, YouTube yeah. listeners. Yeah, Christmas basically. Uh, Exploded in yeah. the cabin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That wasn't the word I was going to use. I appreciate that one. There will never <laughs> not be glitter in here. Yeah. Not after this. <laughs> it sticks is, around everywhere. But I it's walked so in and beautiful. just looked at the floors and my desk and it's just like, yep, glitter for eternity. And just imagine this. Can't leave now. <laughs> I get back home with glitter on me and I'll be like, where have you been? I'm like, I swear this was from the cabin. <laughs> so it, we have video evidence to yes. prove that That's it was true. from the cabin. I have an so. alibi. That's nice. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so lovely in here. Here. Big shout out to Nicole and I, I believe Caitlin and anyone else from mm-hmm. the Discover Wisconsin team who who really decked this out. It's so it's so pretty in here. Mm-hmm. Very festive. Deck the cabin with fish and ornaments. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. I can't believe they hung. We have um I don't know if it's even on camera. We have two really large um mounted bass. Nope. Like, what are they? Musky. Okay, sorry. Uh they hung <laughs> candy canes from their mouth. <laughs> Which was so, oh, so cute. It yep. sharp teeth, too. Very sharp mm-hmm. teeth. Between that and the bear claws above Audio Dave's head. This is a really dangerous this is a, yeah. studio. <laughs> it's a work hazard. Not a safe oh workplace God. here. All right. Anyway, well, happy holidays, everyone. Thank <laughs> you for spending your holiday week with us right here in the cabin. Uh, in case you missed it, welcome to the Cabin Podcast, the official podcast of Discover Wisconsin. I'm Susan Foch. I'm Eric Paulson. I'm Audio Dave. We're going to get baked today. okay eric may i do the honors please this is your home (laughs) the cabin is brought to you by the wisconsin counties association and this week we're featuring door county (laughs) one great thing about door county i mean it was named after Death's Door, Port Death's de Mort. Door. Yes. And so it's, instead of Death's County, it's Door County, which is very wise move on their part. <laughs> uh, second of all, Door County has the most freshwater coastline of any county in the United States. Mm. Over 250 miles. Which wow. makes sense. Makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. all peninsula. Yes. Well, actually to that, so that's kind of one of my favorite fun facts, which is that we call it a peninsula, but very because three sides are you know, surrounded by water, but very technically. Yes, technically. Because there is that channel that is cut right through Sturgeon Bay. Now it is a man-made channel, which mm-hmm. I think kind of screws up the definition of a peninsula versus an island, but you mm-hmm. cannot reach Door County strictly by land. You have to go on one of the three bridges. Actually, technically mm-hmm. making it, the whole peninsula is an island. Well, from, yeah, from, wow. at Sturgeon Bay. Yeah. Uh, it used to be connected by land by kind of marshy land on that eastern side. And then they cut a ship channel straight yep. through in 1882, mm-hmm. which is what made essentially what is essentially Northern Door. 
Yes, and exactly. Island, yeah. So right in, yeah, right through the middle of Sturgeon Bay, mm-hmm. it's cut. So technically, yes, and yes, it's not the whole county, but for Northern Door, it is its own island <laughs> unto itself. Um, I think this might be an old stat: over two million visitors every single year in and mm-hmm. out of that county, which is small county. I believe it's like seventy miles. Like, is its total geographic region? So two million people. Wow. In and out. Um, honestly, that might even be more from the last time I heard that statistic, just because people people love their Door County vacations. And when you're in Northern Door, I mean, Sturgeon Bay is the boundary between Southern Door and Northern Door. Mm-hmm. Uh, Northern Door, there's it's all two lane roads. Oh yes, I. There's no expressways <laughs> or anything up there, mm-hmm. so there you uh, you better learn to slow down and relax. <laughs> If it's, it might take you longer than you think to get somewhere, but it's that's gonna, the whole point. It's going to take you a lot longer. And it's not just that. I mean, it's a really, you know, there's no streetlights. There's no <laughs> traffic stops. Yeah, actually, the, the we're 42 and 57 split just north of Sturgeon Bay on the northern side of Sturgeon mm-hmm. Bay. Yeah. Where the only culvers in the county is. Correct. Um, that's the last traffic light. It is. Yeah. Wow. I love telling people. So when I was like growing up there and I was learning how to drive, obviously, weird <laughs> place to like. Uh, I'm terrible at city driving for the sole fact that that's where I grew up. I learned how to drive. Uh, But I remember there was like only one day of driver's ed where it was like, okay, guys, we're going to go learn how to do city driving. And we went to Sturgeon Bay, like down by the Target. city of 9,800 people. To learn how to change lanes and go back. And then they're like, and this is how a traffic light works. And they're like, you did one day. That's good. Right? Okay. Back to school we go. (laughs) I learned wow. how to drive in Dallas. I had no idea how to drive on a two-lane road. That sounds gently. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, you know, it's a slower pace. It's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful little county. I feel like so many people know of Door County. I don't have to do that many fun facts, but it was just so, yeah. I wanted to kind of trivia it <laughs> off with you, Eric. Well, and yeah. it's a great place for local shopping and local, yeah. uh, ch- like cherries and all the stuff that they grow oh, there. Oh, of course. And uh, locally baked goods. They have a lot of good bakeries up Lots there. Lots of good bakeries. And really what we're talking about today on The Cabin is some of our favorite Wisconsin bakeries. Now, there are thousands of them in the state. We can't talk about them all. No. But we're going to give you some good ideas and suggestions because this is the time of year for fresh baked stuff and comfort food and all that wonderful stuff. And when I think about Dora County in the wintertime, I do think about things like fresh home-baked goods and these small little bakeries and yeah. you know, all the stuff that they can do with it. So mm-hmm. um, I think Dora County is a wonderful county to have as the county of the week when yeah. this is the topic. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm going to go ahead and fire up the oven. Let's get oh, right into let's it. Let's do it. Ooh. So as Eric said, we are doing a very fun episode. We thought it would just be, you know... A really cute thing to do for the holidays. Lots of, you know, we do lots of sweet treats. Lots of people love gingerbread men and Christmas cookies and I don't know, pies. What do you guys eat for Christmas? Fruit cake. No, I'm sorry. Fr- okay. I don't know my head was. <laughs> do you guys have a special like treat that you do for Christmas? Actually, this year we kind of started a new tradition. Uh, Liza and her mom made spritz cookies, which I never knew the name of. They're kind of like the. They're kind of like sugar cookie-ish, but they get like, you squeeze them into shapes. So like there's stars and Christmas tree. They're like kind of small cookies. They're really great for the I've first year that we've been doing it. I've never I'm heard of this. very excited for spritz cookies every spritz year to cookies. come. Okay. Weird. Okay. okay. I've learned something today. That's... Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's cool. All right. Eric, you? No, not really. Nothing. Nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good. My family's super nuclear. I mean... <laughs> We have half-lives. We set Geiger counters off. We're that nuclear of a family. So we don't have big traditions. Hmm. Okay. Um, you know, I mean, that'll be changing soon. I'll tell you more about that in the coming 
months, but hmm. um, you know, we don't we don't have a lot of specific traditions. I, I want to okay. learn more about spritz cookies. Yeah, yeah now I want to too. That. I should have brought you some. We should we plenty. have Liza on the show? Liza is I just kind of jumping ahead. This is why I don't have many bakeries to talk about because Liza is a fantastic baker. Oh, she okay. loves to make cookies and all that. So uh, I'm kind of spoiled at home. That sounds like we should, nice. uh, when we do a part two of this, we'll have her be the yeah. resident guest. <laughs> Perfect. Well, honestly, so anyway, like we said, we're talking about sweet treats, bakeries. We tried to give this a holiday edition as much as humanly possible. Um, but honestly, there are so many. And to the point that I actually asked the Discover Wisconsin crew, their all favorite bakeries were, I got so many responses, mm-hmm. so many great things. So we'll go through that list. But uh, Eric, why don't you kick it off? What's what's the first one in your Milwaukee list? Yeah, I'm going to go uh, with a couple of bakeries, mainly in my home city of Milwaukee, just because, I mean, they are, there are so many great bakeries. But uh, Canfora, is definitely one fantastic one. They're on the uh, near south side of town on Oklahoma Avenue, and uh, they're known far and wide yeah. for uh, for just a variety of wonderful baked goods. One thing that I love, some dude stole their safe <laughs> earlier this year. <laughs> what? And to, to catch him, the cameras caught his face. They baked, like, images of his face on... <laughs> Baked goods, and that's one of the ways they kind of helped. Like handed them out? Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Why did um, I not hear about this? It's kind of a little news news bit. Um, <laughs> Greebies, a longtime famous bakery in mm. Milwaukee with a huge variety of not only breads, but, you know, a lot of sweet treats. And if you're ever, uh, if you like kind of the Italian side of baking, mm. which they make mm. all kinds of wonderful stuff, Peter Scortino's Bakery on Brady Street, Ooh. which is uh, just northeast of downtown, lower east side. Uh, that's that they've been there for, gosh, 60, 70, maybe more than that years. What kind of stuff and, makes it Italian bakery? Yeah. Um, you know, I wish Canales? I knew. I'm not Italian. Okay. Um, I can fake it. Yeah. But uh, I won't do that here. Uh, so they have a lot. Well, there's a lot of the, yeah, some yeah, of the cannolis, cannolis and, and things like that's that. That's the only thing I can think of for Italian dessert. Yeah. I can't do that without doing this, you know, yeah. making a little yeah. gesture. The Italian, hey, you want cannoli? Hey, come on in. You hey. Know. Uh, hey. <laughs> there's, there's another one I love out in Lake Country called Bakermeister, a relatively new bakery. Huh. Uh, they're in Okachi, which is a little lake country town next to Oconomowoc. And I have to give them a shout out in part because I've had some amazing breads and some treats at area restaurants. And I'm like, wow, these are so good. Do you make them here? Nope. It's this place called Bakermeister. Hmm. And I just love it because uh, it's Mr. Baker in German. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And sh- I'll give one more shout out to, they're not a chain, but they're famous across Wisconsin. Yeah. And if you road trip around the state, you will have come across at least one Norsky Nook. I definitely mm. have heard of it. I haven't gone inside of one. I would call them a Norwegian baker. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Norska Durska Herska Verska. <laughs> uh, their original location is in Osseo. Okay. Which is a little bit southeast of Eau Claire, uh, just off I-94. And they are famous for pies. Yeah. Just amazing varieties and amazing tasting pies. <laughs> and then other baked goods and everything. Uh, but in a way, it goes to show you that bakeries specialize in so many different things. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you can also stop in their location in Rice Lake, which uh, we've actually, Mariah, we filmed like two minutes of her eating something oh, at North yeah. <laughs> in that one episode on Barron County. Such a good segment. Yeah. There's another one near Madison in DeForest. Oh. Not okay. DeForest. DeForest. Town of DeForest. Right. And I think they have one more location too, but I'm blanking on it. So let us move on. That's okay. Fair. 
Oh, so exciting. Yeah. Well, I don't think we can really talk about bakeries and baked goods without talking about the Wisconsin state pastry. Is it officially the state pastry? That's what I heard. I just Googled it actually to fact check you, Dave. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It is, in fact, the declared official state pastry pastry. Yeah. Well, it should be. What the heck are we talking about? We're talking about the Kringle. Kringles. Yes. And this is something that we kind of touched on with um, Jessica in the recent... Jessica, no. right? No, Alyssa Bow. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if you head back to episode 94, which is the Hidden Gems of Racine, we do talk about which Racine bakery has the best Kringle, which mm-hmm. is quite the fight between... Because uh, O&H is like the original mm-hmm. Kringle. Um, but yeah, they definitely, among the racing community, kind of duke it mm-hmm. out for who actually has the best Kringle. And do you guys know why it's so big in Racine? The heavily Danish community? Yeah. Yes. So in like the 1800s, I saw some fact that like mm-hmm. 10% of all Danish American immigrants were in Racine. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Of all America. Like, that's just I'm, I'm heavily so Danish. Really? That's what Paulson is. Yeah. My dad's about half hmm. Danish. Ironically, he grew up in Kenosha, which was all Italians and him. Hmm. That's why you can say cannoli, so, so right? Yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. Not me. But, but <laughs> Racine became the the place for the Danish to yeah. go. And so treats like that, like Kringle O&H and, and Benson's and Lehman's and Larson, all these bakeries just became the thing mm-hmm. in Racine. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Kringle is amazing. My uh, my cousin grew up in New York and her husband grew up in Boston. They come and visit. He has to get Kringle. Like yeah. it's not, <laughs> it's like before we rent the car here at the airport, where's some Kringle? Wow. It's like that. And the varieties are so great. Everything from pecan to raspberry and, mm-hmm. you know, they're getting creative. Who knows yeah. what else they're going to come up with with that. So, yeah. I think I recently saw like a, it was advertised somewhere like a key lime Kringle. Like they're getting they're getting <laughs> wow. fancy with their flavors out here. <laughs> S'more Kringle would probably be amazing. Ooh, oh, that yeah. would be good. Ooh, idea if someone is for listening. some baker, an idea. <laughs> S'more Kringle. S'more Kringle. Yeah, and of course, uh, so you mentioned in Racine, there's uh, Benson's, O&H, Layman's, Larson. Uh, we learned from Alyssa that Racine Danish Kringle is not don't get that one <laughs> is apparently not what you're supposed to do <laughs> but if you are in other parts of the state uh you can also find good kringle uh, apparently this is a place that i growing up drove past every single day never went inside uh <laughs> and never gave it a shot so egg on my face for that but um uncle mike's bake shop uh, spelt with a double P E at the end. So I always pronounce that yep. shop. Shoppy. Shoppy. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I will actually vouch for this one, Dave. It's in Green Bay. And yeah, I actually know people, they will order there a lot in Door County and like bring really? stuff up. So I, I've never mm. been inside of it either, but yeah. I have had <laughs> Uncle Mike's Kringles also very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also in Fontana on Geneva Lake, you have the Wisconsin Kringle Company. Mm. Yeah. So give them a shot. Lots of fun. Yeah. I Fun fact. I think that's our trivia piece for, for the week that Wisconsin does, in fact, have an officially declared state pastry and it yeah. is the Kringle. <laughs> there we go. Do we look up any other states? Some other states, I'm sure, have a state pastry, but I'll bet you not all 50. Yeah, I feel like... I like somewhere Hawaii on the west not coast, state pastry. Has be, it has to be donut. I feel they well, do. They I'm do sure in Massachusetts, well it's donuts over there. Donkeys, yeah. Yep. But hmm. interesting. Might have to look a little bit more. Oh, that, that oh, this is super funny. So Illinois, to my quick Google research, does not have one. Michigan, it's the Patsky. Pasty. No. Pasty. Pas- 
Pizzaki? Oh, the donut, like the patchy. Oh, yeah, like is the that Mardi Gras donut. Yes, that one. P a c z k i. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay, I really butchered that. <laughs> that really should be the Illinois one too. They're huge on that in Chicago. Yeah, apparently wow. they had and a. Um, Illinois has a state snack, which is popcorn, which kind of makes sense with Garrett's, but whatever. Hmm. And Minnesota does not have one, so fun fact. There oh. we go. All there right, we go. Well, we covered all the NFC North states. <laughs> so just the trivia for the day. And uh, Susan, before you launch into your long list that you got from uh, fellow employees, I just wanted to give a shout out to Greenbush Bakery, which is mm. iconic in Madison. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up, or I not grew up. I lived in that area down you south. Mat- of, you matured there, a south little. of Regent Mature. Street. Um, they call it the sophomore slums. Um, <laughs> and I, I miss walking outside and smelling the green bush on the air, fresh donuts every morning. Mm, Wafting up and down Regent street. That's true. I the only s- <laughs> kosher certified bakery really between Minneapolis, Milwaukee and Chicago in hmm. that area. That mm-hmm. I didn't know. I know they're they're often ranked the number one bakery in the state by various sources. Yeah, not yeah. all of them, but it, it's mm-hmm. it's always in the top five or top ten. Mm-hmm. I do find that really funny though, because when I again I sent out a huge like all staff email trying to get people's you know opinions and whatever, and of course Brett was the one who responded. He said, "Deduct five points from Gryffindor for everyone who says Greenbush." <laughs> what? I think he just he anticipated. I think he just thought everyone would like sure. oh, say yeah. Greenbush. <laughs> Because it is very, yeah, it's very it's the famous. obvious choice. Yeah, especially here <laughs> in Madison. So, no, that's a, if you want donuts, mm-hmm. that's well, a great one. Well, Susan, I mean, we got, between your selections and those from the staff. <laughs> the, yeah, here, I'll go wow. fast. Okay, so my personal list, I decided to do the whole line down of, like, my three homes. So I'll start with Door County. <laughs> this one is a little interesting. It's the Blackbird Cake Shop. You're really doing shop. well for yourself. Three homes, my goodness. <laughs> Okay, the three places I've lived in the state. Um, So Blackbird Cake Shop, which is in Sister Bay, kind of between Bailey's Harbor, Sister Bay, is actually, um, so I love this woman. Her name is Sarah Uncafer. She is a well-renowned, like, pastry chef. Um, She actually, like, did culinary school in Switzerland. Um, She's from the Appleton area. Actually owns some bakeries in Milwaukee in the early 2000s, Eric, one Hmm. being the, I think I deleted it, um, the Cake Lady. Mm. Well, I remember Cake Lady, yeah. Yeah. Uh, And then she moved up to Door County, so she does beautiful custom cakes, and, like, everything is perfectly to order, but she is such a well-renowned, like, pastry chef. It is ridiculous. Like, any Sarah creation is so... I just I love it so much. I love that she opened up this like little shop. So I may or may not have sourced her out for like a really beautifully custom done cake for a fun event happening at the end of December as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, that one is really fantastic. So there's no shop for you to walk in. But if you're looking for something custom, you definitely have to do Sarah. Um, going down between Oshkosh and Appleton. We've talked about this before when we talk about, uh, I think, Visit Oshkosh. Tamara's oh, the yep. cupcake guru. Yep. So good. All of her things are like filled like cup, every cupcake is filled with something. Mm. I don't even know how she does that. Um, <laughs> that's a really tasty one. I love that she's got three locations now in Oshkosh and Appleton. And then in Madison, this one isn't fully a bakery. It's a coffee shop, but Grace Coffee, mm-hmm. their bakery stuff is crazy. Like the croissants, hmm. they all look insane. They make them all there? Yeah. Wow. They're so good. Have you guys not seen? I can't believe, too, how much they've exploded over, like, the last two years. They now have six locations throughout wow. the Madison area. Well, Just look them. up. Go to Instagram. Look up some of their croissants. <laughs> it is crazy. Nice. Just crazy. Um, so that's that was my line, both of <laughs> places I've lived and also the direct drive I take every other week to come to our recording yes, studio. Yes. <laughs> 
Because you're still largely based in Door County. I am, yeah. That's yes. all the facts. So there we go. All right, now. Staff so selection. Those were my uh, suggestions. However, I will go kind mm. of fast through this list. So again, we asked the Discover Wisconsin team. Here's what they said. So in Stevens Point, there's Main Grain Bakery, and very specifically was called out the Asiago Time Bread was mm. to die that for. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Right. Or if you're a scone lover, do the lemon scone, and that is a, as Courtney would say, a chef's kiss. Hmm. <laughs> so okay, scone. Quick, quick aside. Scones. Yeah. They're just kind of muffins, right? But They're way harder. I always thought of yeah. scones. Yeah, I'm like muffin scones are for people who are like, I love muffins, but I hate humidity and moisture. <laughs> and yes, so I just, I have a hard I, time finding a good scone. I want to drink so beside it to be a requirement. Yeah, yes. well, no, you have to drink to. something yes, with a scone. Yeah, that's like at, that's like trying to eat biscotti by itself. Like yeah, you, you're just a psycho if you do that. Like <laughs> you need to dip it in some coffee. Yes. Also, so between that and Racine Danish Kringle, we're making so many friends yep. today. <laughs> <on the podcast. laughs> um, Courtney's other suggestion was actually, am I saying this right, Eric? Fika Bakery. In I believe Three Lakes? so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That one was super shouted out by her. Um, Caitlin wanted to shout out Lane's Bakery in Madison. Uh, Kylie said Linda's Bakery in West Salem. She said it's a really great hometown story and there's a lot of celiac friendly options for that, all of our gluten free people. Yeah, that's an important thing to note. I mean, so many, everybody loves bakery pretty much, but a lot of people with gluten sensitivities and celiac have a very hard time finding a good bakery for mm-hmm. that. So anytime you find a bakery that can work their way around that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely good one to share. That's mm-hmm. a lot. Well, that's a lot of cleaning and everything that you have to do for there. Um, Kylie also said, and I was really surprised you didn't say this when you mentioned DeForest, Eric. So there is something called uh, Karen the Cake Lady in DeForest, who, <laughs> according to Kylie, is famous in that town. Hmm. That like every if you've had like a cupcake, a graduation, a wedding, whatever, you've like probably had this Karen the Cake Lady stuff so wow. apparently this is if you're in the deforest area this is the place to go should have got her to be a host we should have yeah, we should have brought her in truly okay the next couple are all going to be in madison so number one was called yummy on university avenue with two e's on it uh, which i've not heard of before but apparently they change the cookies that they do every single month so it's always like a fresh new fun flavor um and then the other ones in madison if we're going to talk about our celiac friendly friends um let's also talk about our vegan friends so both good for vegan and celiac options are bloom bakery which is there's one in uh monroe street Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. yep did i think they closed the middleton location if i'm not mistaken i Mm. only saw monroe okay so in monroe um really beautiful like facility but great for vegan options and for gluten-free options uh shout out to bryce for all of these vegan ones he also said level five donuts in madison everything is vegan there Mm. and apparently including the cinnamon rolls um and then also heirloom bakery um also an all vegan rotating menu that can be found at ledger coffee yeah, and everything is like pre-ordered <laughs> up on there. What? You didn't sound very sure of yourself I'm right not there. Very sure at that. that was a great upspeak uh, example. I'm remembering. Uh, Damn it! Who typed a oh question mark on Susan's notes? For the last time, whatever you type on her notes, she will read. Oh my goodness! And then he also said Madison sourdough um, is great for just if you're looking for oh, a really good loaf of bread, sourdough. which is totally fair. I saw yes. on, on this script, it says, just bread breads. And I was Where? really looking forward to oh. you explaining that. <laughs> oh, Bryce's note. Yeah, yeah, well, it was like not a sweet bread, but just like a oh, regular. Bread breads. Bread breads. Bread breads. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Um, Sounds like I take Bryce out for a steak one of these days, huh? For a steak <laughs> steak. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's a second. I have a distinct feeling you wouldn't like that. That no. took me a minute to figure out your joke. Let's, okay. uh, let's go to the North Woods for a couple more. For the, for the North Woods, these two shout-outs are thanks to Rick Rose. So we've got the Eagle River Bakery, obviously in Eagle River, apparently hiding inside of Eagle River Roasters. Hmm. Um, he said they have incredible homemade bread that they use for their sandwiches, as well as like different seasonal pies and cookies. And then the St. Germain Bakery is really well known for their cranberry fritters, Ooh, which sounds amazing. That sounds really great. Yeah. And declares apparently. So there you go. What a thank you uh, once again. Shout out to our staff for all of these amazing mm-hmm. recommendations because we, we, we definitely have not eaten that enough sweets around the state. <laughs> we yeah. recognize fully there are millions more. Mm-hmm. So many. So we're not, This is not by any means an exhaustive list or even a list of the best per se. No, mm-hmm. just some really fun options if you're looking for a sweet treat for the holidays. If you are not Dave and you don't get to go home to apparently <laughs> Liza, the world renowned baker. Um, honest, and, you know, think about like Christmas parties, holiday get togethers, like with your families and whatever. Like you want to go get like not like a grocery store pie or something, but you want to go get something that's like really, you know, sweet and special uh hit up one of these tis the season for a sweet tooth and there was thing uh there was a note on yummy that i wanted to just touch on sure yummy mm. bakery on university avenue in madison uh dakota said his favorite thing is the yummy buns which are <laughs> cream cheese garlic butter buns that's hmm i that sounds like an explosion of wonderful flavor so. I, when I looked quickly at that, I saw that he mentioned the cookies, and then there was the mention of the garlic butter, and I was like, that's a really strange cookie flavor. But, <laughs> Who would make okay. that a cookie? Yeah, they're, they're separate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But yes. And, uh, you know, I am i don't know what the largest bakery in the state is, but I imagine Quick Trips is up there. Yeah. Oh, it's got to be. Got to be. With all the glazers and everything they crank oh, out yeah. at their stations. So, I mean, you know, 4 a.m., 5 a.m. is prime baking time. Mm-hmm. The state mm-hmm. probably smells its best mm-hmm. during that Wait, time. Wait, have of day. you guys ever been to? And I know it's not bakery per se. Have you guys been to Burlington, Wisconsin? Yeah. Oh yeah. When the the chocolate factory oh, is and like the Nestle up. plants going. Oh, oh. I well. never. I okay. Like with a bunch of pageant girls, I was competed in because there used to be a title called Miss Burlington Area Chocolate Fest, which oh, wow. fit that on a sash. <laughs> um, but it was like. I never, they always called it the sweetest city in the state. And I always just thought it was like a kitschy tagline, whatever. And then I was finally there for something. Didn't notice it. Didn't notice it. Then all of a sudden the factory is like turned on. The whole town smells like vanilla. Wow. In the air. It is. It's pretty awesome. So cool. It's it's so weird to experience that like the air everywhere in that town. (laughs) Well, the smell of baking bread is always awesome too. Mm -hmm. I I lived in Oconomowoc as a little kid and Brownberry Mm -hmm. Ovens Bakery was there. And it's still a, they're owned by Bimbo now and they're a huge bakery still. And uh, various times, more often at night, you drive past there on 16 or 67 and you will smell baking bread and it's wonderful. Oh my goodness. Look at that. Well, yeah. So if you also um, <laughs> are just looking for a nice smelling town, mm-hmm. head, up, head up one of those. Welcome to Carby's. May I take your order? Welcome to Carby's. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, I think that's a it's a pretty long list, friends. That's it's a, a long sweet, list. It could be a lot of longer, sweet treats. though. If you have a favorite bakery, shout it out around the campfire page on Discover Wisconsin, our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, message us on Instagram at the Cabin Pod. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd love to get more of your suggestions. Absolutely. Sure. We love fan suggestions. So, yeah, hit us up. Awesome. Woo. 
Should we talk about Ho-Chunk Casino? Yeah. All right. This episode is sponsored by Ho-Chunk Casino, Wisconsin, your grown-up getaway. <laughs> uh, they say, come get away and experience gaming in a whole new way. Ho-Chunk Gaming offers a range of adventure and entertainment by offering gaming excitement and relaxing accommodations all in one place. Whether it's discovering your favorite slot machine or doubling down on their tables or rolling your luck with the throw of the dice, this will become the getaway that you've been searching for. While you're there, sign up to become a free member of their rewards program, Rewards Club, to receive special members-only discounts, promotions, and so much more. Ho-Chunk Gaming, where the grown-ups play big. And, of course, they have locations in Madison, Wisconsin Dells, Black River Falls, Nakusa, Toma, and Wittenberg. Must be 21 to gamble. Yes. Done a few radio remotes at the Madison one. Oh, nice. A lot of fun. You know yeah. what's crazy? Their cheeseburgers, fish fry, really good. Oh. Phenomenal. Awesome. There you go. I made Insider 20, tip. Made 26 bucks at the casino, too. Hey. Which, of course, I spent on food and beer there. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. big spender over there. <laughs> right? <laughs> Kevin's also, I'm, I'm not a high roller. It's much, for me, it's much more fun that way. Yeah. Kevin's also brought to you by Wild Eagle Lodge. Lots of great stuff in the wintertime. This is the uh, time of year, of course. <laughs> right. You get the cold, you get the snow. And boy, uh, as we talk, you know, Eagle River's gotten quite a bit so far. Oh, they, had, yeah? they had a big storm uh, about a week and a half ago that dumped like nine, ten inches on Eagle River. <laughs> so uh, there's a lot to do. Of course, ice skating, winter kayaking, a lot of fun things uh, to do all up and down in that area because it's part of that huge chain of interconnected freshwater lakes, the largest of its kind in the world. And uh, it's basically a wonderful winter getaway to the North Woods and a mecca for recreation in the wintertime and winter sports. So make sure uh, you can see, you, in fact, you can see what Wild Eagle Lodge for yourself. Uh, the YouTube channel, uh, Discover yep. Wisconsin channel, we have episodes on it. And of course, the DW app. If you don't have the DW app, make sure the Discover Wisconsin app, you download it. It's free. You can check out everything. And it's a great way to get all the info. But again, Wild Eagle Lodge up in Eagle River. Oh, the review of the week feels so different now that we're past episode <laughs> 100. Thank you all again so much for your submissions, for writing in, for all of the the lovely compliments that we got to read. Um, <laughs> thanks to our 100th episode giveaway. It was very fun. Mm -hmm. um, I love that we have so many new reviews, um, like this one, which is from... Joe from Wisconsin, uh, which is just <laughs> short, sweet to the point. It was five stars. It says, great podcast about Wisconsin. I started listening right before the pandemic and haven't missed an episode since. That's what we like to hear, Joe. We I've, started the whole cabin just before the yeah. pandemic. Just <laughs> a smidgen before. Yeah. <laughs> I've lived in Wisconsin most of my life and still learn things to do or see by listening to this podcast. And you want to know what? That's uh, that's really the goal. That's yeah. high praise, man. We like that. Goal. Thanks we so much, it. Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Now make sure you join us next week. The first episode after Christmas, but the final full episode of 2021. Ooh. And as we wrap it up here, a quick message from the All of Us Research Program, because the All of Us Research Program has a simple mission. They want to speed up medical breakthroughs. To do this, they're asking people across America to share their unique health information to create the largest, most diverse medical research program ever. The mission is an important one because the more information researchers have, the faster they can create individualized prevention, precise treatment options, and better care for all of us. Together, let's make this mission achievable. Details at joinallofus.org slash discoverwi. 
Today's episode of The Cabin was hosted by Eric Paulson, Dave Janice, and me, Susan Foch. Produced by me and Audio Dave with video editing by Quinn Savinak and River Sparks and social media by me and Courtney Haas. The Cabin is a production brought to you by Discover Media Works. To learn more, head to discovermediaworks.com and don't forget to leave us that review. And here's this week's installment of Know Your Wisconsin. Although you may not have heard of it before, this winter activity has been around for hundreds of years. And here in Wisconsin, it's gaining popularity both as a sport and a fun way to experience our world-class snow trails. Skijoring, or ski driving, involves a cross-country skier being towed along by a dog or a team of dogs on a harness. The skier produces thrust with their skis and poles, while the dog adds additional power by running, pulling, and responding to voice commands. It can be from just relaxing, you just go out to exercise with your dog to a serious sport where every skate and every pole you're doing during the race makes a difference. But then there's also the fun where you can just go out with your pet dog and that bond and the exercise you're doing together is amazing. Recreationally, any enthusiastic dog that wants to run down a trail and pull can participate since the skier can provide as much power as needed. And since it requires only minimal harnessing equipment, it's an accessible way for both cross-country skiers and pups to enjoy exercise in the great outdoors. And now you know your Wisconsin.